Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. I just got back from a lovely walk. It is chilly outside, but it also is just so refreshing to get outside, go for a walk. And I was actually talking to today and I said, going for a walk is not even about how many calories you're burning. Going for a walk is literally for your mental health, to get fresh air, to get yourself out of the house, to get outside in public and not to just be inside all day long. There are so many benefits to getting outside, moving your body. And for so many people, when you are rooted in diet culture, it's all about like, how many calories did I get my steps in? Did I get my 10K steps in? And it's honestly not even about that. Movement is so beneficial for your physical health, but also your mental health. If you have gone outside for a walk, you feel a million times better. Your mood's better. Your energy's better. Like, I literally feel like a brand new woman sometimes after going for a walk because it's like mental clarity. I'm not on my phone. I'm looking at, I'm looking outside. If, If the sun is out, it's beaming on my face. I'm seeing people like there's so many benefits to getting outside and going for a walk. So it's completely underrated. And if you've not yet gone for a walk today, go and do it. But that's not what I'm here to talk to you guys about. I wanted to pull up a comment that somebody mentioned on my Instagram post, I did a video about all the signs of binge eating. And I, and I talked about, you know, thinking about food all day long, um, you know, counting calories and macros. And if you know that you are going to go over your calories, you kind of just say F it and don't continue tracking for the rest of the day. I talked about secret eating, right? When your partner or family is is going to bed or they leave the house, that's when you tend to binge. And I talked about all these different signs and symptoms of binge eating. And somebody commented, I identify with so much of this. And I know I have an unhealthy, I know I have unhealthy eating habits, but never considered it to be a disorder. It's always been, I've always been told, sorry, when I mention it, that all of these things are normal. I'm so confused as to whether my habits are unhealthy, but normal or the sign of a disorder. So I want to talk about this because I I hear this quite often. Like, I don't know if this is a problem. I don't know if this is just normal. Like, what the heck is happening? So what I will say is this. A lot of these signs and these symptoms of, you know, thinking about food all day long, stressing over calories, um, you know, eating in secret, right? Feeling guilty around food, feeling like, you know, you messed up and judging yourself and beating yourself up. All of those things are very common. 
All of those things are very common. A lot of people, a lot of people feel guilty when eating certain foods. A lot of people get stressed out when going out for dinner. A lot of people think about food all day long. A lot of people eat in secret. So it's common, but it's not normal. This is the thing. All of these signs and symptoms that I just listed off, they are common. So many people experience it more than you realize. And you're not alone. Hey, Raina. So many people experience these things, thinking about food, stressing over calories, you know, feeling out of control with food, feeling guilty. All of these things are common, but they're not normal. So when this person commented, like, I don't know if my habits are just unhealthy or if it's a disorder, it's not even like, don't even worry about the label. Don't even worry about the label. Is this disordered? Is this unhealthy? Like, you know in your body whether something is normal or not. Like, so for example, I was never technically diagnosed with binge eating. I was never technically diagnosed with binge eating, but I was very well aware that the things that I was doing with food were not normal. Nobody needed to diagnose me for me to know that literally having food on my mind all day long was not normal. Nobody needed to diagnose me to tell me that literally stressing over going out to eat at a restaurant would literally make me so freaking stressed out for an entire week. Nobody needs to tell me that I had a disorder. Like I knew that that was not normal because my, my mom didn't do that. My husband didn't do that. My sister never did that. I very much knew that that was unhealthy. And so caught me mid binge. Yeah, that's happened to me before in the past when I used to struggle with binge eating. And so it honestly doesn't matter whether it's am I diagnosed? Is it it's it's what what you're doing right now, you know if it's healthy or not. And and what I mean by it's common is a lot of people experience these symptoms. So I'm saying it's common because I don't want you to feel alone. However, if you are thinking about food all day long and you're eating in secret and you're hiding food and you're stressing over calories all day and you're punishing yourself with so much exercise after overeating it or going out for dinner, that's not normal. It's not there is a way better way to live your life. And so often when you have all you've known is diet culture, all you've known was weighing your food and tracking it and thinking about food. And I got to, you know, weigh out my food and I got to track out my food and I got to weigh myself every day. If that's all you know, then you're going to just think that that's normal. And for 10 years, I just thought, I just thought it was normal. Like, doesn't, doesn't everyone think about food all day long? Like, wait, what? You don't, you don't think about food? Like what? 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 I do. Wait, you can leave food on your plate? Yeah, I don't do that. When I was struggling with my relationship with food a few years ago, and I would go up for dinner and I would see somebody leave food on their plate. I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, 
I, I like what? But like, how, how do you do that? And then I realized that it's actually normal to leave food on your plate if you're no longer hungry. It's normal to not be thinking about food all day long. It's normal to just eat without being on a diet. I have been on so many different diets in my life, and I'm sure you have as well, too. And and here's the thing. When you are so used to dieting, you just think it's normal to do these things because you have been told in order to see results, you better weigh out your food. In order to see results, you better step on the scale. In order to see results, you've been told that these things are normal to do it. But it's actually not normal to be weighing yourself every single day and like stressing out if the number on the scale goes down. It's not normal to actually be tracking your food all day long and stressing over it. Like that, that's not normal. We were born as intuitive eaters to eat when we're hungry, to stop when we're full. That's normal. To not be thinking about food all day long, that's normal. And so for me, when I, you know, a few years ago in 2019, I didn't need, like I said, I didn't need a diagnosis. I didn't need somebody to tell me, hey, Lorna, you got a problem. I was very well aware. And the clients that come to work with me, they're aware. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I recognize that like I have an unhealthy relationship with food. I recognize that this isn't normal. I recognize that I got to fix what's going on because like, I don't want to be thinking about food all day long. And this food noise, it's literally so loud. I don't want to be thinking about food all day long. And then they come to me and I help them stop thinking about food 24 seven. I help them rewire their brain. I help them to feel less impulsive with food. I help them stop when they're full. So the first step is this level of awareness of, okay, what I'm doing with food is not normal. And it's not to be like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, don't be beating yourself up. It's like, okay, I'm going to have this level of awareness of, oh, I recognize that uh, I'm not doing some normal things with food. Like, I know that this is not normal. So I'm going to get some support and I'm going to get some help. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Like, it doesn't matter the the label of, of what it is that you're doing. If you know deep down, like, this isn't normal, there's support. Rainia says, your vi- videos have helped me a lot. You're the best. I'm forever grateful. That's so amazing. Ah, I love that. So I just wanted to come on and share this because I think this is very important. All of these signs of binge eating that I listed off, if you are experiencing them, I don't want you to feel alone. All my clients experience the same thing. But what I do want you to know is you don't have to live your life like this. You don't have to wake up and have food be on your mind. And then while you're working, trying to not give in to your urges, you get to live a life where you don't have the urge to binge. You get to live a life where you can have a cookie and literally move on with your day. You can live a life where you have a great intimate life because you're not stressed about, oh my gosh, my body is so bloated and I'm 
oh, I hate my body. You get to live a life where you feel so incredible in your own skin and you have energy for your workouts because you're not waking up still bloated from last night's binge. You get to be present with your family and your loved ones because food is not on your mind. You're not sitting there watching a movie with your husband and questioning, should I finish the rest of the, the chocolate? And you're like planning, like, should I go do it? Should I not? Like, you're just watching a movie. And if you want some chocolate, you go get chocolate and you can move on with your day. That is what's actually normal. What's not normal is sitting there watching a movie and all you're not even paying attention to the movie. And all you're thinking about is like, I really want the chocolate, but maybe I shouldn't do it because then my husband's probably going to make a comment and then I'm going to feel bad, but I probably should because I don't want to deprive myself. Like that back and forth thinking, that is what's not normal. Steph says, hi, Steph. Okay, but how? Steph, are you following me? <laughs> are you following me, Steph? I, I, I post how every day. I also have a podcast. It's the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. And there's so many resources in my bio. So if, if you feel you need a bit more support, you can check out the link in my bio. Because how, how for what? Can you be more specific? I'd love to, to support you on this live. Um, how for what? Because how, like in terms of like, if, if somebody asked me how to stop binge eating, I'm like, there's 9 million thousand things, right? Like it, there's not just one thing, but if you have a specific question, I'd be more than happy to answer. If there's like a very specific question. Because when I get this question, how to stop binge eating, you guys, like everyone's so different. And and yes, there's tools and there's strategies to rewire your brain, but how to stop binge eating is so, is so broad and there's so many things that goes into it. How to not binge and how to not obsess over food. Well, in terms of how to not binge, I mean, the thing is we have to like binges are a direct result of a few different things. Number one is restriction. If there's any type of deprivation or restriction, this doesn't have to mean you're on a diet plan. This could literally just be like, you're not allowing yourself to eat as much chocolate as you want. This could be like you're only limiting yourself to like carbs for breakfast and not dinner. This can mean only one tablespoon of almond butter. That's still restriction, right? Um, so that's number one. Binges are a direct result of restriction, but also binges are also a direct result of, of a habit. Every time you give in to that urge to binge, you are further ingraining this habit into your brain. So if you guys have been binging for five years, 10, 15, 20 years, this habit is getting further ingrained into your brain and it becomes that much harder to break. So one of the things that I recommend to all my clients and for all of you guys listening is you have to practice not giving into your binge urges. And it's going to be so much easier for you to not give into your binge urges when you're not doing things that are creating urges like restriction. Because when you're restricting yourself, that's what creates these urges. And when you have these urges, it makes it so much harder for you to not give in. So 
restriction causes urges. A habit is what causes urges. And then to not obsess over food, you got to stop the dieting. So like I said, it's like the moment that you stop dieting is the moment you're going to stop obsessing over food. Because when you're on a diet, in our mind, there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way to do it. Right, Steph? So there's a right, like in our mind, it's like, this is the right way. This is the wrong way. This is if I do good. This is if I do, it's so black and white. And so if you're following a plan, let's say tracking calories and macros, right? Well, first of all, you're going to be thinking about food so much more if you're tracking your food, because you literally have to like input it into my fitness pal. And that just makes you think about food so much more. But also if you're on a plan and you're tracking calories and macros, then it's like, if you go over your carbs, if you go over your fat or your, you didn't hit your protein intake, it's like, oh gosh, darn it. Like, I messed up today and you're just thinking about calories. But if you're not dieting, you're not thinking about like calories. You're not thinking about food as much because there's no on or off track. It's like, I'm just going to start listening to my body. And if you guys need support with this, you're like, Lorna, I don't even know how to listen to my body. I don't even know how to eat without tracking my food. You guys need to join Eat Normally. This is my program designed to help you master intuitive eating Because you know that you don't want to be weighing, tracking, and measuring your food. You know that it just makes you more obsessed with food. You know it literally makes you binge more. So if you want to really master intuitive eating, be able to eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, and no longer thinking about food 24-7, definitely join Eat Normally. The link is in my bio. Hi, Kay. I love your comments. Oh, you're so sweet. Or sorry, I love your content. (laughs) Yay, I'm so glad. What about people with insulin resistance? So in terms of specific um, other issues, like I have clients who have pre-diabetic or who are pre-diabetic. I have clients who are diabetic. I have clients who have PCOS. I have clients that have SIBO. I have so many different clients with a bunch of different things um, and everyone is going to be different. So the thing is though, I think people get confused what intuitive eating is. I talk about this a lot. Intuitive eating is not eat more sugar. That's not intuitive eating. That's just, I don't care about my health. That's a free for all. So even people who have insulin resistance or not, your intuitive eating is not, I'm just going to eat more sugar because I'm allowed to. That's not intuitive eating. So it doesn't matter if there's insulin resistance or diabetes or whatever, you can still prioritize your health, at least the way that I help my clients you can still prioritize your health. You can still have health and fitness goals. You can still really prioritize your health, but instead you're not going to be thinking about food all day long. You're going to be less impulsive with food, right? Food's not going to be on your mind 24 seven. And the way that I help my clients is I really focus on gentle nutrition. Like what can we add in versus like, what do we always need to be taken away? Because that's what creates stress. So many diets are, you got to eliminate this. You got to take out this. And then that's what makes you go crazy around food versus, you know, okay, I have insulin resistance. I need to be mindful of, you know, my sugar. I need to, you know, I need to be mindful of what I'm putting into my body. So I'm going to create some healthy boundaries. Maybe I'm going to add this into my diet and I'm going to maybe make sure tonight that I get a balanced meal so I can balance my blood sugar. Like there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, your health is very important. And I really prioritize my client's health because it is very important. Okay. So, all right, you guys, that is all for today. I wanted to talk about a few 
key things there. So thank you guys for being here. You guys know that there are so many resources out there. If you are wanting to work with me, you are wanting to heal your relationship with food because you know that the things that you're doing with food aren't normal. And you know that like, it's actually a lot easier then you think to heal your relationship with food, like it's actually not this daunting thing. I can help you get there step by step. You don't have to do this alone. So just send me a message over on Instagram and I'd be more than happy to share the different ways I can support you with the different programs that I have. So thank you guys for being here. Have an incredible rest of your day and we'll see you guys later. Bye. And Steph, I hope that comment was helpful for you. I know you asked a question, so hopefully that was helpful. All right, bye you guys.